Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It is the Kid XAB. It's your man, the singer Sagati. Now tuned into another episode of Dad Has and Bowties. Happy Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, Thursday. Well, y'all getting this on a Tuesday, so happy uh, Tuesday. <laughs> happy Tuesday to y'all getting it on a Tuesday. And the live niggas, happy third. Happy yeah, Thursday. We're going we to have to work that out. Yeah. We're going to have to switch some shit up. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, how's your week been, bro? Uh, week has been very hectic. Uh, it's a very hectic work week. Uh, definitely, you know, uh, keep my girl in your prayers. Not going to speak too much on that, but, you know, just super, super boyfriend this week. Uh, legit. Like, yeah. Leaving the overnight, going to the hospital, going home, sleep, wake up, go to her crib, make sure she good, go back to work. Mm. It's been my week, bro. It's been a very hectic Listen, week. Listen, yeah. when I hear stuff like that, I always think about it all pays off yeah. at some point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you can't put all that energy out and and it don't go nowhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Facts. Mm. So, so yeah, that's, that's definitely prayers up. Week. Yeah, mm. you know what I mean. Make sure that 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 situation is is dope. Yeah. Um. Ah, right, cool. Um. What's any all man for you? Oh man, did I have an all man today? I feel like today I I had there's obviously always stupid work shit going on. Everybody, oh, man. everybody that's my shit right now. Everybody has just. Work shit where I feel like it could be avoided, but it's like I don't think niggas want to avoid super shit at the job. Like I, don't, I think people want the smoke at the yeah, job. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm not gonna say too much, but there's definitely a class action lawsuit in place. Mm-hmm. Somebody uh, who used to work for the company sent them a nice letter and was like, "Yo," and was like, "What's up? What's up?" <laughs> and a few other people tagged on. And they talking about, yo, like, you may have to make a phone call. You? Yeah. And I'm like, why me? They like, oh, because you was hired before a certain deadline that these people filed. I'm like, oh. They're like, you may be entitled to reparations. (laughs) I was like, what does that mean? It means that if you're entitled, you may not have a job, though. I was like, oh, it's one. They was like, yeah, it's like that. So call. Cool, some, I was like, sometimes, I didn't know that, bro. Sometimes they do it like that. What they do is a severance package if, type shit. Yeah, well, if you if you if you file against the company, right? I the, didn't know that. If you, the, I mean, if you file against the company, the company obviously takes that to heart, and then they they let you go. But depending on how much money you could get from the settlement. Saying. Sometimes that's when you gotta weigh your options, bro. right? Hey, y'all talk about giving me a milli. 
fuck y'all niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. I just, I just got here literally. So I'm just trying to figure out. Well, how much within that spending? I mean, I've been here for quite some time, but uh, how much are we talking? And they like, yo, call and find out. You could be entitled to real damage. And I'm like, well, if it's real like that, I really got to weigh my options, bro. I mean, I most, fall hard to get here, bro. I, I fall some, very hard. Sometimes bro. it ain't a lot. Sometimes, sometimes it's, it's not a, enough to really be like I'm right. Gonna, I don't think it's worth it, bro. Sometimes but, it's like 50k, right? And I'm just like, okay, or under 10k. That ain't it, right? That ain't it. <laughs> under that, nah, that's not. Yeah, I gotta be talking 250 and better for me to really be like. <laughs> Cause two fifty, I could sit on that. <laughs> I could sit on that for a minute. <laughs> I could sit on that. I could be like, bro, I we could take job. a month off and tour. Now yeah. we can really just go some fucking way and just go. Yeah, we could sit yeah. on that for right. a little bit and yeah. then get a new job. Right, right, right. Ten k will be done in in a month. Really? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. All that is is one good party night, right? And you got it, and then using that money to live off of yeah, that shit is gone. <laughs> uh, that shit is gone. Yeah, ain't, ain't nothing with yeah, that. So. so that's my all, man. I haven't looked into it. I don't know if I want to, to be honest. I'm kind of happy with the situation. I mean, 401k looks great. Overtime right. is lit. I'm just like, I'm not hurting, but I feel like the people that can be hurting is niggas that's on salary. Mm-hmm. They might be hurting. I get paid hourly. So I'm looking at it like, uh, y'all, could, y'all could be missing more bread than me. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> I mean, listen. Facts. Like I said, it, that, that those situations normally... Really come down to if it's if it's if, worth if it. If it's worth it, yeah. If the bread, like you said, I mean that type of money, that's different. That's like okay, yeah. I I got something here that I could be like, you know what? It's it's been real. I could walk away. And it's it's rare with a that's with very, that type yeah. of suit that you would be entitled to that much money. That's so, what I'm but, saying. Hey, listen, if if the information there, just look into it. Yes, yeah, that's, that's not, really it what definitely it is. is there. It's in bold letters. Please call mm-hmm. if you feel like you are. Uh, entitled to rep the words of reparations, oh, bro. Well, see, that's what it says. If it says you feel entitled it, right. to, that's real tricky too. Because <laughs> they is. might ask you if you if you feel like. That's what I'm saying. I don't want my name to put on a fucking paper. Yeah, niggas mm-hmm. talking about your name not going to be on there, Mister. I don't know. I can't fuck. I don't know. This this is not even coming from New York State. This is coming from VA. I'm like, oh yeah, oh. niggas in the south. Y'all was a bit racist. Yeah, we don't. Juneteenth just passed. Yes, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. The chains just got broke on Google. I don't know. I don't know, dog. No, bro. But what um, the fuck is your all man moment? Because you also said it's about work. We always listen, got some work shit. Listen, all I'ma say is this. Cause I never let me I'm first I'm gonna say I observed. Right. I'm not gonna say that I was I I'm in this, but I observed that people really think that by like I'm realizing that people can't separate their personal from their work life. What the fuck? And that shit is crazy to me. Who, I don't, sh- who shot Roger the Rabbit? With what? With right. what? <laughs> I don't get how people can't differentiate their they personal relationships with people That's rough. from their professional. And then they do things where they feel like they hurting or they like they're getting back at someone personally. By doing something professionally wrong. Like, how you sabotaging your job thinking that that's going to do something to somebody? Right. You just going to lose your job. You about to lose your job. Yeah. And it's like, you you doing dumb things and thinking like, oh, that person's going to get tight. No, they not going to get tight. They just going to be like, damn, that sucks when you lose yeah. your job. 
that, that that's rough. Was yeah. it worth it? Right. <laughs> I hope it was worth it. I pray to God it was. Cause you, I don't know, I don't know. But that's never been me, so I I really can't understand. <laughs> Listeners, y'all need to help me figure that shit out. Like, would y'all do something that's going to jeopardize? That's going to jeopardize shit. your job just to get back at somebody at the job because you ain't like something that they might might have told you to do, and they might have told you to do it because it's part of your job. So y'all got to tell me, you going to do something personal or or you going to let your personal get in the way of you getting your check? Let us know. Hit us in the in the comments. You know what I mean? Y'all know how y'all do. But we we need to figure that out uh, by the end of the show for sure. No, we, we definitely have to because uh, I don't think I've ever, <clears throat> my opinion, I will, I'll probably say, well, probably say after 21, put myself in a predicament where I'm going to do some stupid shit to jeopardize my job. Especially after all the jobs I done fucking lost. I'm not doing that shit. It's, I'm sorry. it's like one thing to do some dumb shit because you thinking you scheming or whatever you think right. you're doing to the job. Right. But no one, no employee or employer or, or anybody that's at the job is going to make me do something that's going to make me jeopardize my job. Right. Like, I might be, I might not be getting along. Me and you get into an argument at the job. Right. I'm not going to then not do my job. To get back at you. Big facts. I'm still that don't doing, make no sense. I'm still doing my job to the best of my yeah. ability. Now, when we get outside the job, That's then me and you, we're not talking. Right, yeah. But on the job, if if we got to do whatever we got to do to, to make sure things function, mm-hmm. then we're going to do that. Right. And that's it because we have a job to do. I'm not going to relinquish my check because me and you has got an issue. Like right. that, that'll never be the case. We may have to fix this live because we got a blank screen. Oh, you're not saying nothing? That's yeah. Crazy. I wonder why that is. But y'all listening to us, so that's great. Shout out to D Flow. Uh, it's definitely showing. Oh, snappity snap. Is it my fuck? Could be my. Let me turn my shit off. All right. Could be. Don't know. Well, yeah, just like XAB said, man, if, if y'all definitely have a situation like that that has happened or is happening, Y'all know how y'all do. Put it in the comments. We could chop it up afterwards. You know what I mean? Shit, we might make a post about might might, might do a poll tomorrow morning. See who the fuck feeling, feeling just like us. So let's get into this Lavar Ball situation because this shit is wild, crazy. What exactly? I, I know what he said. All right, but so I'm gonna break it down. Yeah, I'm gonna break it down for you, bro. This so, nigga, this, <laughs> this nigga I don't even like Lavar, but I don't think he's wrong in this situation. I fuck with Lavar, but the way that they're making it seem like they tried to do this to him before. This ain't the first time. Mm. They, they they love to his words. They love to twist his shit so because he comes off as an alpha male. He was on uh, first take, and the lady, her name uh, escapes me at the moment. Okay, but she's like the moderator. So you got Stephen A. Smith, and you got the, oh, you talking about the white lady that that's yeah, there. that's okay. in the middle. She's uh, married to Jalen Rose. Um, right, I, I think her name is Quim. Her last name Quim or okay, something okay. like that. I don't, I don't remember. Okay. Um, and then there's the white dude that be on the show. I don't know. I'm forgetting his I name too. His name too. Yeah. Um, so they're yeah. on the episode, right? And Lavar was there, or he, Lavar was he, there. Oh, he was there. Oh, so she was. They were having a conversation, and she was like, "Well, let's switch gears." And he was like, "Well, you can switch gears with me anytime." And people are using. People are saying that. She well she she was like, uh, let's stay on task. But if you're looking at him, 
Wait. It wasn't like he. So they basically trying to say that he was saying you could switch gears in a sexual way. Wait, what? <laughs> like you could switch gears with me anytime. But that's not how he was saying it though. Have you ever heard him talk about his wife who's like ill? That's what I'm get saying. The I'm fuck like, out of here, he's son. married. This Why nigga would... love his wife, son. A white, he love her. And I'm trying to figure it out. Like, why would y'all like? If you look at his face, he's not being. You know how he right. be sliding. Yeah, he be doing that. He was just he's like just, he. He's cocky, yeah, so yeah, he has to say dude. have a smart remark to everything. Like even when he was on Undisputed with Shannon, right. he was talking about Shannon's mo- grandmother. Like he was <laughs> wilding. I was just, Shannon's about to beat your ass, dog. But. <laughs> He was walling on that. That so, that'll bring a good fight because Lavar is a big dude. Like they, they nah, Lavar would Lavar got his ass. Whooped. Okay, yeah, nah, 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 that wasn't Shan, right. Shannon. Shannon, listen, we're okay. not even gonna go there. Right. But <laughs> but Lavar is a big dude. Yeah. But he probably beat my ass. But uh, <laughs> we just know that he probably can get his ass, ass by Shannon <laughs> with the cigar. <laughs> fact, fact. But Lavar, um, so Lavar had that situation. Cool, whatever. Right. Um, but when you're looking at him, it it didn't look like he was trying to be sexual at all. He right. looked like he was just trying to be smart. Like she said, let's switch gears. There and he go. was like, oh, you can switch gears with me anytime. Right. So I'm like, y'all trying to kill this man for nothing. For all nothing. the dumb shit that this nigga be coming on TV that he saying, has already said. Y'all want to try and kill him for this? He already had a TV show. He said dumb shit on the TV show. Said shit about his kids. His kids did stupid shit in China. Listen, what? Like... What would make the the general public feel like LeVar? Because now what they might try to do, God forbid, I hope this doesn't happen. They may throw the nigga in the Me Too situation. Well, that's that's what this they is. They may slide right up in that much. But they, they banned him from um, ESPN. Wait, what? All ESPN platforms. They banned him. ESPN came out with a statement either yesterday or today saying that LeVar Ball will be banned from all ESPN platforms. He cannot come up. But to you talk. do know what es- what escalated that? Because what you just said was pivotal. What escalated that was her voice when she said, "Let's stay on task here." That I think because she took it sexually. Yeah, she took it sexually, and I guarantee none of the other men at the table took it sexually. Stephen A. just sat there. Stephen A. should have said something. And then so. the other dude, the, the white other, dude, the white dude, yeah. he he didn't say anything. I don't think. I think it's Stephen easy to take, some shit, son. but I don't think he knew what was happening either. So like, oh, okay. it's easy to take that. I think it's easier to, to misconstrue that. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just think he was trying to snap back. Yeah, I don't I think, think was, he was thinking about what he was saying. The way to me, the way that it's being read in the way that I know, because we know Laval's voice and we know how he can be when he's in a heated. Yeah. He just don't like to back. He, he just, just do the dumb yeah, shit. He just do that. He just got to say stupid yeah, he just shit. He got to say that. But for him to say it to the point where. She took it as sexual. I feel like that's a stretch. Like, all right, the ball is way out of bounds. Let's so, bring the ball back in the court. What did it for me is I looked at his face when he said it. Right. And, and when he, he said it, he was sitting there. She was like, all right, let's switch gears for a second. And he right. was like, well, we, you can switch gears with me anytime. He was, it was tight. It was, but yeah, it, it was, was more It was more so of a like, yo, you, we, yeah, I know we, y'all. So we, we could, could do, do this. this shit back and, I could do this for you. I could do this for anybody. Yeah, let's we go. Could, we could do anybody, this. Could What's do up? Anytime. What's up? What y'all want to talk about? Right, yeah. Like, it wasn't on some like, well, you could you could switch gears with me. And, like, it wasn't so like he was trying to play games. His voice didn't dip. The inflection didn't change. He didn't smile. It was the same. Oh, so he, he, he was. Like, you, was know, you know when a nigga is trying to be right. like, <laughs> well, we could switch gears. Right. Or when, it wasn't that. It was more like a snapback. Like, right. you, we could switch gears. You can switch gears with me anytime. Right. Like I'm on ready any to talk topic. about. What's yeah, up? let's go. I'm ready to talk about anything. What up? That's what it was. I'm ready to talk about anything. Damn, LeBron. and she took it God the wrong way. And son. now it's this situation. I think this shit is wild, corny. ESPN. I think y'all did the wrong move. 
I think y'all fucked up. Y'all should have looked into that situation a little bit better. What's uh. crazy now is that I feel like because ESPN did this, there's another publication out there that's about to get his side on this. And now, now we're about to have more conversations about this. Because in my opinion, Stephen A. Smith and Shannon, some of these uh, sports commentators and journalists, they do say some wild shit, bro. And I, and I feel like because we're in the society now, where I, I feel like there's three things that added to the culture that we're in now that adds to the Me Too movement in terms of like um, visibility on visual stuff that people put if they don't want to say anything. People will put up a, a 30 second clip about some shit and that'll describe how they feel. Mm-hmm. The clip may have nothing to do with the situation, but the clip is an entirely situation that people feel like resonates with how they feel about something else. Right. So people make it make sense. Niggas will come out with a meme. The meme will make sense to the situation. Or people will just come out with, you know, some shit like, you know, what just happened with LeVar. People will put out a statement to try to, you know, say, well, he said this. We know that this represents a bigger, larger conversation. So we're just going to cut him off at the seams because we don't want to have to deal with this shit. Yeah, I think that they got scared. Yeah, they I definitely think, got scared. I Hell think that they, 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 they just knew the backlash was coming. Yeah. Because I think she came out or or somebody came out with a right. statement. Yeah. I think First Take came out a statement as soon as he got off and was like, uh, we do not stand with LeVar Ball's statements, da, da, da. We find them to be inappropriate, whatever. And then afterwards went ESPN. But it's like, y'all did that reactionary. I don't yeah. really feel like y'all felt that way because if you look at the, at the tape, if you look at the tape, he's not, he's not coming at her that way. He's not doing that. But whatever. ESPN, y'all fucked up. That's um, and we won't even be hearing about this shit on nah. State of the Culture. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? We don't know. I don't. Nobody's talking about this, but we really don't know where State of the Culture. We don't know the state of State of the Culture. What exactly happened? So, no, what is happening? So, remember, if you remember a couple of months ago, they were supposed to go on a two week hiatus. Yeah. That two-week hiatus has Turns. turned into two months so far. Right. Within that time, um, we have Scotty Beam right. left the show. She left prior to that or she left while that happened? She left in the middle of that. Oh, she shit. Has, she is not coming back to the show. She wasn't happy. She was on Black Coffee um, this week. And oh, she, yeah? She chopped it up with our guy? She chopped it up with our guy. I mean, they, they're best friends. So. Right. Um, but she that said was she wasn't happy. Oh, so and then you got Remy Ma with that with the case. What? It, oh yeah. Wait, I thought Remy. I thought that was. So that, that's not oh, that's, originally. I think it was supposed to be getting thrown out. Yeah. But then I read something not too long ago where they were saying how um, there's more evidence now, and she might she might be f- facing up to five years or some shit or something Get like the that. Fuck out of yes, yeah, nigga. Yo, Remy. Oh, so, you can't catch a break. Bro. Remy was dealing with, is dealing with that. I don't know if any new new information came out right. after that, but that right. was the last thing that I read. Damn, son. Um, I hope I hope it just gets thrown. Yeah, out. Yeah, I hope that gets thrown God, out. Remy, Remy came back out and was doing nothing yeah, but positive nothing shit. Nothing but positive shit. Losing weight, looking great. I had the baby. Had like, the baby. Cool. Like got married. That that would that would be fucked up. Yeah. But um, Scotty Beam said she wasn't happy on State of the Culture, okay. so I feel like we really need to. To break this down, bro, because okay. nobody's talking about what the fuck is going on with State of the Culture. Right. And you could tell Scotty was not happy on that show, at least in my opinion. Okay. The episodes that I saw- I only only saw two episodes. I ain't going to hold you. I saw- And I saw the two episodes when it, when she first was on that show. Well, let's talk about State yeah. of the Culture first. I don't know if it was the hit 
that it could have been. Okay. What do you think was missing from it? Or what do you think could have they could have caught early on before they kept doing more episodes to make it what it was? The chemistry was off from jump. Really? Yeah. Well, with everybody or just with some people? If I'm being honest. Yeah. And this ain't no shade to Scotty, but I think she does she she's not ready, or not even let me not say not ready. I don't think she's in a space where she's comfortable where her opinion isn't the final opinion. Like debating back and forth. You have a different opinion, I have a different opinion, and we just we're gonna can we're gonna converse and and, and argue about it. But if we can't come to a conclusion about it, we just leave it there. So you're saying she was like the odd factor out, like everybody would be going back and forth, debate, debate, but then her shit got to be the final say or end or be all. Yo, y'all niggas really got side with this shit. She got flustered. A lot. A lot. Damn. So like, you know how Joe is. Joe, <laughs> Joe B, if he get, if he go off, Them he go dark off. jokes, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. So you know how Joe is. Jinx. Jinx is kind of more laid back, so okay. Jinx is kind of the type of nigga that'll be like, "All right, well, I see that side of the, I see your point, but this is how I feel." And and if the person still doesn't agree, it's like, "Nigga, I said what I had to say." So, right. and then you, cause you got Remy, who was trying to be like the alpha female. Yeah. So Remy is one that her point has to be a point too, but she a hood bitch, so it's just like, listen, I said what I said. It is what it is. <laughs> it right. is what I. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what I make. It. Like I'm. Not, and if you don't agree with me, you just don't Fuck agree it, with my me. Nigga, whatever. Hey, we'll see. Yeah. She's a more like. We'll we'll see. Right. You okay. know. Okay. So it seems like everybody will state their shit and they won't harper on it, like trying to really shove right. it down. But and, you could and, see Scotty's whole energy change on the show mm. when there were certain debates or certain things happen where you could tell like she wasn't happy mm. or wasn't comfortable. So I don't think that that was her setting. A debate type setting? I don't, Probably not. She has to do a talk show where it's just her and like she can shut the conversation down when she wants. Okay. Or she can kind of make it be like, yo, it is what it is, that X, Y, and Z, and then end it like that. Okay. Like, I don't think she can do the whole... Well, not that she can't do. I don't think at this moment in time... It's appropriate. That's her. Right. Yeah, like that's her speed. Gotcha. So I think the chemistry was off. And then now we, we have all of them with their different situations going on. Someone had mentioned also that Joe dealing with sin, but I, that wouldn't have stopped the show. Um, but I do think Remy with the, with the case Yeah, because Joe, Joe got a divorce, right? Well, they never got married, but the, the engagement got broken off. Oh, the engagement. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So, I mean, with... With with Joe, I don't think that would have yeah, affected I don't the think, show. Yeah, I don't think because Joe is still because Joe is still highly focused on his show. I mean, and I, he's still I, doing a podcast. I just seen his other podcast the other day, like they yeah. talk, so I'm just like, nah, he's he's focused. But um, probably just not on that shit. But Scotty leaving, that's a big thing. And then if Remy is dealing with a case and they don't know when she can return back to the show, that's it. You, yeah, now you got like your two female leads are you, gone. You gotta you gotta either shelf the show or find just as equally yoked. Female leads. Yeah, and if they do, re- I mean, they'll have to recast. I think they have to. They, well, I mean, it's different ways I guess they could go. They could do Joe, Remy, Jinx. They can do Joe, Remy, and take Jinx off and keep it that way. I don't think that was the original vision of the show. Yeah. But we know that Joe and Remy have good chemistry. I'm just saying, like, because it could, it could probably be that type of debate. I mean, have two rappers, have two rappers, 
uh, that that used to be in a prom, but still could give bars and state state and, of the culture, and state of the culture. They they they're they, they are part of it. Yeah, they're still the staples of the culture, they're and you got from Remy the female point of view, right. and you got Joe the male point of view. That that could work. Exactly. I could see that working. And both of them, you know, for the most part, they are both of them are not one hit one hit wonders. Joe definitely got a few hits with a few other artists, and so, and so does Remy. Nah, so and yeah. if Joe dropped a track right now, it probably would go platinum. I think right. You know what I'm saying? Like he he decided to retire, but I think with all the buzz around him now, he could drop music. Right. Um, so I yeah. mean, that's one route they could go. They could obviously recast. Um, and if Remy is out of the picture, then you know they got to recast for her. Though. That means two new female leads. I don't know if anyone could replace a Remy though. Um, but no, I think, I think so. if they get a, a female, it has to be someone who's just as down to. To like, who's educated, but just like educated, like how Scotty is, but right. just as down and with the shits. Like, ah, you want to go there? We could go there, type right. shit, and not get upset about it. Um, I would probably go for an old school rapper. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. I think her. the idea is new. Is two young people, okay, two, young two people. old people, two old people. So I don't. I don't. I don't know at the top of my head, right? Who I'm I would s- go for. Uh, I'm on her page a lot and she still is sexy as fuck even though she always dressing like a tomboy DeBrat I think DeBrat would Mm. actually Dreezy might be good right the perfect person actually might be Lil Mo Lil Mo page as well oh I haven't been on her page Lil Mo yeah I'm following Lil Mo Lil Mo is a funny ass person so but I mean, listen, Scotty got that new Nike shit going. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. She's uh she's part of their campaign, their new campaign. She's an ambassador. Um, yeah, something like that. Oh, um, and uh, I'm sure she got other shit going. I know I saw on her page that she was walking down the halls of WBLS. So excited to see what's next for her. Dope. Um, and let's see what happens with State of the Culture. Let's see. But uh, Kurt Franklin this week. You said you saw the whole interview. I didn't see the whole interview. Yeah, the the the, the interview with him and Power 105, that was like that was like two weeks ago. Uh, I know he has a new one out with some shorty. <laughs> he was sitting down with a lady. I, I didn't see that one, but yeah, I only saw a clip from it's it. It's probably the same. It's the same thing because he's he's the album just came out like so two, he's three promoting weeks ago. Yeah, promoting out. So the album, I think the album is called Love or Love You or mm-hmm. something like that. And <clears throat> he said, um, so Kirk Franklin said he broke into the gospel world really because he used to be a sex addict. Um, he was addicted to p- a pornography. Like, wow. Like bad, bad. I knew this before he went on the breakfast. Club. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. That's crazy. But he didn't talk about that in the interview. But just to give you a backstory, Kirk Franklin is also a foster kid. Mm. His mother was a crack addict. His mother still is a crack addict to this day. Wow. Yeah. Um, How old is Kirk? He's in his 40s? Kirk Franklin is definitely in his mid-40s. Okay. Um, Kirk Franklin... Um, is happily married to the same woman he'd been married to for all these years. I think he got five or six kids. His kids, kids are living a different life, bro. I mean, they got a gospel dad. His wife is banging. His wife is mm. that beautiful. Yeah. So, but so Kirk Franklin was a sex addict. Kirk Franklin was, um, oh, Kirk Franklin also said something on power that he never ever, I never heard this story. He said his first, um, the first time he was getting ready to have a child was at the age 13, 14. And he had to give Shorty an abortion. And so he talked about abortion on the because he off because they asked him about um how you feel uh, in this world about you know women's rights and he said he would never deny a woman a right if if he's with any woman or talking to a woman yo you have the right to do whatever you want with your body right because he said the person that he was with she wanted to do it and he said they just had to get the bread up mm. but he said uh yeah so he was addicted to pornography um he he didn't feel loved when when he was in his crib because his mom didn't want him um 
And his, his pops just died, I think, last year, he said, too. And he said his pops just died, and he said he kind of just met his pops. Wow. So I didn't know this about him. He said on the radio This nigga well, lived the book of Job. Yo. <laughs> like, oh, goddamn. Kirk Franklin. I didn't know he, I didn't know he went through, through so much shit, bro. I kind of had to be looking at him like, you know, I just, in my mind, I'm just, here you are, this successful Dude, that could just write his ass off with gospel. Like you're a hit maker, bro. Everything you write, you 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 impact people's lives. You yeah. don't even rap. You don't do nothing on the track, but just do your little yeah yeah. Oh, you with like that's all you've been doing, and you're successful because you're the writer, right? And so what he said was, he realized he had a gift um, because he had um, he had all these things that was going on, and he would just you know try to write them down. But he also said, you know, he was like, you know, just in those toxic situations where he said he doesn't know these days if people still like him and if people still like his project. But then he brought up a good point. He was like, what if you put out a, a project, which he has in the past, and he was like a million people buy it. But he was like, it doesn't mean that a million people don't support you if they don't buy it. If the same one million people don't mm-hmm. buy it. And I was like, wow. He was like, but Instagram and social media got me thinking crazy these days. And I'm just like. Even the older cats is fucked up with the social media shit. You would think somebody of his stature who is so successful, at least in our eyes, is on some, yo, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I got the juice like that. I think I'm like, damn, that's crazy. You're you're up here, my nigga. Like, I honestly think the social media <laughs> ever has impacted the older generation more than any other generation. I think so. That, bro. If you're in entertainment. Yeah, if you're in entertainment, because you don't know what the fuck is going on. You don't know what the, the fuck <laughs> you gotta do. You don't know. <laughs> we we grew up in there. We yeah, kinda so know what we, we like, need to oh, do. Right. All right, all right, all right, all right baby. We gotta these streams, all right, cool. All right. iTunes, all right. They on some we don't know how the numbers are gonna break down because the way we used to look at the numbers was legit physical album sales, tours was different. The breakdown different imagine, these days. Imagine 15 years of doing something a certain type of way and now that whole industry is, is the whole disrupted. The industry is disrupted. It, it's almost out of here though. Like it's, it's almost gone. And you got to move a whole different type of way. A whole different way, bro. It's called Bitcoins. Mm. It's called crypto. It's We in a different era now. Bro. Yeah. It's, Facebook talking about it is about to have its own currency starting in 2020. Oh. Yeah. That Fa- might be the way. Facebook trying to take over the world. I'm a little afraid yeah. of that. Uh-huh. Google better watch the fuck out, son. Yeah, yeah. Cause if one of these platforms starts their own money. It's, bro, I'm I'm on that. I'm, I'm, what's up? We talking stocks? And we talking chaos too. We, yeah, we yeah, we talking a whole we talking another episode of that. Yeah, 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 we, have to, we have to get somebody from Facebook. Yeah, facts. But um yeah, so um but so this is an interesting fun fact about Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin said he'd been working with Kanye since like 2012 on mm. the low. Mm. And these are his words. He I mean, said, I could see that though. He said, I was working with him on the low. He said, Kanye randomly one day. And I'm like, is this how the industry works, bro? Because I feel like it works easy that way with people like me and you and like other people that I feel like are not taking their following to the head where it's like, oh, I got 50K. If X reach out to me, I'm not going to reply. Because mm-hmm. we, we've had niggas that got more followers than that that will... You know, reach out to us or speak to us. You know, right. we, shout we, out to Wild B. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Wild B. You know, and also shout out to our guy Theo. Yep. Yeah. So my man Rossi. Yeah, my man Rossi. Shout <laughs> out to my man Theo Rossi. So we've definitely had people reach out to us, or we reach out to them, and they are responsive when they got tons of followers. But he was like, Kanye, one day we're gonna break down how much we fuck with Theo Rossi. We're gonna break that down when yeah. he's here. <laughs> <laughs> when he's here, we got that content. <laughs> y'all been seeing a lot, but y'all haven't seen everything. Um. He said he was working with him on a low because 
he didn't want people to feel like it was a um, it was a clash. He said at the time, Kanye was at the top. I'm like, yeah, 2012-2013, yeah, Kanye was definitely up there, up there, like facts. He said Kanye reached out to him because Kanye said he wanted, he said Kanye wanted him to make him sound like gospel. I could see. That's I why was I was like, saying I could see that. Whoa. I could see that because he said, um, he's the only person that could help them do, do that. Dark Twisted Fantasy. That was my around that God. time. I I felt like Kirk had a little taste touching that. You know what I'm saying? Like Possibly. it felt it felt a little. Kirk said he spoke to Kanye every day. That's crazy. From 2012 up until so he said what you're seeing now. He said even Ultra Light Beam. He said Ultra Light Beam. I knew it. Yeah, Ultra Light Beam record is that? Yeah, that shit was super old. He said it was an old record, and he said he didn't jump on it until it was time to create it. And all of the lights, we all knew he was working on that for like two years. He said so. Yeah, I'm sure Kirk had a little taste in that. He had to, bro. I'm like, for you to be talking to somebody from 2012 up until that's a lot of conversation. Lost in the world. If I got to look at the credits, Kirk got to be on that one. Kirk actually said he's on a few of the credits, but he just doesn't like talk about it. Right. But he was like, yeah, he said he's definitely, he's, he was involved in a lot of Kanye's albums, he said, but just through conversation. And Who just, will survive in America? Yeah. Who will survive? That sounds gospel-y. Sounds you know, like it sounds gospel, like yeah. ritual gospel. Listen, I could believe that. So yeah. the hot take, though, was he does not consider himself religious. Yeah, he doesn't consider himself religious. He said he considers himself spiritual, which baffles me because your whole entire brand and your whole entire faith is based on Jesus, Christianity, which is a part of Christianity. You know, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Trinity. You know what I mean? That's what your whole brand is. So for you to say that you're not religious kind of may put a damp on a Christian world. It's a it's a it's it's a real interesting take, bro. Yeah. Cause can you really be this gospel icon and you you don't have a, a stake in Christianity because that's what gospel is surrounded around. It's not nah. surrounded around spirituality. No, it's surrounded about Rob that one religion, Christianity. Christianity, yeah. Because so, Christianity to, to this day, I feel like in more times than ever is way more popular than most religions in terms of when you're talking about music and you're talking about influence. The Muslim religion might have Christianity beat. I'm okay. not. I'm not sure. I know oh, at one point it did. Talking about Islam. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, you're probably right. Because um, I think more people in the world supposedly practice it than Christianity. Oh, yeah? Uh, Islam? Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. I don't know, though. That that might be something that, that I'm, I miss, uh, I miss took. But, but, you, but, but you know what it is, though? Even, even with that said, we can't deny the influence that gospel music has. Oh, for sure. Has, like, gospel music has impacted cultures, bro. I mean, you ain't, you ain't got... And it's crazy. You don't have to be Christian... To fuck with gospel, it'll just hit you, and you might start nah, crying. It's fire. You might change your life, but you may not. There turn. was there was a week where I just had to listen to gospel. I didn't want to listen to nothing else. Wow. You know, I just wanted to listen to gospel. Like, wow. I didn't want to listen to hip hop, R and B, nothing. I just wanted to listen to gospel. And so, you see that? And that's yeah, powerful, bro. That, that's just because of the type of music yeah. it was and the mood that you was trying to put yourself in. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a real interesting hot Do take. Do you think that you could be this icon like Kirk and be like, for example, let's switch? Let's switch gears. Could you be like, yeah, I'm a rapper, but I don't really fuck with hip hop culture. Or and could you be at the top? Like I'm an R and B singer, but I ain't never had sex. <laughs> like, yo, that's wild, bro. That's so crazy. I'd be like, wait, 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 Tom, what nigga? So all of this is imaginative for you. Yeah. But that's real for somebody else. 
shit is crazy, son. That's wild. When you really break it down, when you really break it down, bro. I don't. I don't know. It's. it's I mean, like that doesn't mean that he doesn't practice. He doesn't go to Christian churches. I'm sure he, he, yeah, does. he does. But it's still an interesting take. What you're is. saying. I don't consider myself a religious. Right. Uh, individual, I consider myself spiritual, right. which means that you might be interested in dipping dab in other cultures of uh, religion. I mean, Kirk know? Franklin to me would be considered somebody that's beyond a secular person only because Kirk Franklin, honestly, I feel like once you start, if you say that you are a Christian person or if you say that you are a part of the Christian world in terms of music, once you start doing shit with like the likes of Jays and Kanye's, or you're in certain places with them, a conversation is bound to happen. But I feel like what I wanted to say earlier, you know, we're talking about offline, Kirk Franklin, I feel like he's a Christian. He loves Jesus, clear as day, mm-hmm. but he's a businessman. Yeah. And I feel like if you are, like, for, for example, not to bring him into it, but um, T.D. Jakes, Creflo Dollars, Joel Orstein, these men are powerful men in the Christianity world. Right. And that supersedes music. These people have buildings, property, real estate. Like these people got bread and they put other people on. Right. And they probably put more people on that's probably not of the Christian world, but probably more people that's of the secular world. They right. probably put more people on that look like me and you that are in this type of field. Uh, oh, those brothers got a podcast? I'm going to help sponsor. Right. Right. More than the people that's in the Christian, because I feel like those people that's in that world, they're going to church for that one thing. They, they want to get this one thing from the pastor, one thing from the congregation. They want to get this one thing from Bible study, one thing from this, you know, uh, trip that the, you know, the whole congregation has taken, one thing from this trip that they go in Africa. But in terms of the business, I think Kirk Franklin and and, and guys like uh, T.D. Jakes and Creflo Dollar and, you know, Pastor Flake and, and Queens, these people are looking at it from like, yo, we can also get money, too. We can we we can slowly infect our message by working with these people as well. Cause their message don't change. Right. They just getting some money. I mean, then I only thing I just don't fuck with Clef Old Dollar after that whole jet shit. That jet shit was wild. Yeah, yeah, I don't think yeah, nobody yeah. fuck him out. Yeah. I don't even think he fully recovered. Yeah, nah. I don't, I don't, no, I if he if, did if he did, I don't, I don't know. God about, is on your side. Yeah, man. facts. I'm gonna leave it at that. Legit. Yeah. But yeah, I mean listen, I don't think if you have a gift right. and you're using it in in gospel or Christianity I don't think that you should not get paid for it in terms of like, Kurt has a gift in music. Yes, he, he does. just decided to do it in gospel. So right. Cl- he should. Cl- it's it's really a gift though. Nah, nah, it's that man touches gift. a record and that record switch, switches up completely. Nah, it really does. Like, like there's a whole energy behind right, it. Because to me, I feel like if anybody was to help Kanye get back to where he needed to be, it would be Kirk Franklin. Yeah. Even he in, is even, the guy. Even in his present day, Kanye. Fucked up crazy Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. He can get him back because Kanye's true essences was the Jesus walks. Right. Kanye had those records. And after his mom's died, bro, we saw we saw 360. We, saw we, saw, we just saw the man that we loved. Like loved. Like yeah. we talking about Vanguard, Kanye, like Hitmaker. Everybody got beats from Ye. And you know, every Ye on everybody's record. Our biggest, the biggest rapper now, Drake, was it was influenced yay. by this man. Yeah. It's crazy, like mad people was influenced by this man, then including me and you, right? And then you just see the man that you love, that you adore, that yo, you that put him up is, there. I ain't gonna hold y'all. That shit is it's kind hurtful. of hurtful. It's traumatizing. Yeah, it it, it hurtful. is a little. It is a little traumatizing to see 
Kanye where he is now from what he was, um, it's it's scary, bro. Yeah. To see someone that you, that you idolize and you you listen to every word that they said in terms of musically, in terms of like, wow, this person is a pioneer. He's saying all the right things. He's doing all the right things. And then to just see him just go, I don't even, it wasn't even left. That nah, shit was, it was fucking. It was a deep end, bro. Uh, <laughs> like, the part in the pool where they're like, yo, kids, don't go there. Yeah. You will drown. That nigga went there. Yeah. <laughs> now, and yo, that shit is traumatizing because yeah. it's kind of like, and I know it, it's definitely contributed to his mental health. Yeah, but definitely. That shit's still scary, bro. Yeah. Um, MTV Awards. I didn't see it. Nobody saw it. Yeah, Who the fuck yeah. cares about this yeah, shit anymore? Yeah, I didn't see it. These award shows are tanking. They're all going down the drain. Nobody's watching these shits. They they need to do something. Like they need to do something. These shits are trash. Nobody knows when they even come. Like I don't even yeah. think they advertising these shits no nah, more. Yeah. Now nah, you're right though. I, I honestly feel like to be honest with all the apps, bro. With all the shit that people could do without the award backing, I feel like the only award shows that matter have nothing to do with music. A Lifetime Achievement Award, nigga, we don't need a whole program for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be some small ceremony that don't even need to be televised. We could just hear about it the next day. Because um, Denzel just got the Life, uh, Lifetime Achievement Award, which is fire. Um, even though he doesn't call it that. He calls it the... Keep going award. Mm. I'm just like, this nigga's too humble for me, bro. It's, this guy's just too humble. But uh, um, the BT Awards, we don't need that. The Source Awards, been gone. The Hip Hop Awards, we don't need that. MTV Awards, that's it. VH1. Country, I don't think people care as much about the award shows as much as they care about, in these days, the impact and influence of the actual person. Mm. I feel like tours hold more of a stake than a fucking award show. You know what I think happened, bro? And I think I don't this, even know what happened. Please tell I me. I think this happened in every industry. Okay. And this might this might be a hot take. These niggas might come for me. This is what I think happened. Okay. Bro. Well, what happened, bro? What was it? Five years ago, mm. we had Little Yachty. We had Uzi. Yeah. We had all the Littles come out. Yeah, Lil Pump. All of them came all out. Them. Like at once. At once. Facts. All the big industries put all they stake. Into the super young immature culture, we're talking about. They put all their money and investments into the. I won't even say twenty five and under. I would say the twenty and under crowd. Hell yeah, we're talking about twenty to sixteen. Yeah. That's what they were investing. Little Yachty in. was signed before he was even eighteen. Little Yachty had a Sprite commercial right after he, like maybe six months after yeah. after he put out his first project, right. So they invested all that money into that. Little did they know, I don't know if you know this, but culture has flipped and it's getting more mature. But what I'm saying is that what I realize is that as as much as we screamed about mumble rap and we that screamed, shit then phased out, bro. Bro, I knew that shit was gonna phase we out. All, bro. We all knew that. We all mean but you knew. It, it to me it phased out faster than I thought it would. Oh I yeah, thought, yeah, yeah. I yeah, thought it would take. I feel like, yeah, I feel like when we talked about it, you was you was on something for a few uh, uh, a few more years, and in my mind I was like, I don't know, son. It's because what I'm looking at now is when you say mature, I, I just have to associate it with this. We're getting back. We're getting to a a more conscious place now in terms of. Everything because people are say, willing to have these conversations. You want to know? You want to know what flipped the shit what? and was the uh, the the thing that I don't think the market saw Trump. 
Trump Damn. then scared every my nigga just pulled the Trump card, y'all. Hot take. Every <laughs> black person Facts. and black people push American culture. You can't say they don't. No. Nah. We are the top. We are the top tier in when terms it of comes pushing. to entertainment and culture. Everything, sports, everything, fashion. Everybody got conscious when Trump came into office. All that mumble rap shit. I got shit, super conscious. That mumble rap shit that everybody was just, just, oh, we don't give a fuck. We popping pills. We all that shit got halted. Yeah. Now, now who everybody's Trump? Look at R and B. Look at what happened to R and B. R and B went from trying to sound like hip hop. To her, Daniel Caesar, even though we got to talk about that fuck nigga another time. <laughs> but Daniel Caesar, you got Khalid. You LMA, got, they're the ones bringing R&B back. And it sounds like R&B now. It sounds now. like R&B the way you're Even right, Jacquees. That new single, he put out fire. <laughs> that, that boy got talent, bro. He just got to stop the other bullshit. And he was tight because the BT Awards did not put him as a nomination for best. Jacquees, <laughs> your whole, the whole fucking year you was doing remixes, everybody's shit. You had a Tory Lanez persona. You and Tory found your lane because Tory got hits. And, oh yeah. my God, this nigga Tory. Jacquees, this could be yeah. a year yeah, if you put out original just shit. Just put out original music. Because Jacquees got talent. He does. He you has, can't deny. You can't. He's amazing talent. He's got to stop the fuck shit. But what you said, bro, you on it, bro. <laughs> Fucking on it, son. Now, you're right. Trump did something that no other president, black or white, has done. Trump said, yo, this is who the fuck I am from Jump Street. Right. Nobody going to change it. And because they're not going to change it, even the niggas trying to change it, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to fire them. And right. that's what the fuck, yo, he been showing us his true color since and, the gates. And I, I feel like ever Facts. since he's been in office, every black person that I know was like, yo, Trump, I got to get my shit together. I, I got to get a business. I got to go back to school. I got to do this. Like, I got to marry my wife. Yo, America's not, America isn't built for us. I got to leave. Every silly nigga started doing more mature things because they realized, yo, if I keep taking my shit for granted... This, there ain't gonna be nobody looking out for me. Nah. I think it started with Obama, with black people getting upset with Obama, which I right. still don't think we should have got upset with the brother <laughs> for like doing. Y'all thought he was gonna save the world. He, he couldn't do that. But I think it started with Obama, where it was like, "Yo, why ain't he look out for us and get all these programs that we need?" To then Trump coming in and being like, "Oh no, we know this nigga is not gonna do nothing for right. us. So he's actually gonna try and make everything worse." So we need to start moving and shaking. And right. I think culture shifted as soon as he came. Culture was getting laid back. Culture was just, yo, we we so good, we could pop a pill and act dumb. Right. And and now it's really on. So, and then we had some major deaths happen that I think sobered niggas up a little bit more too in the last couple of years. There's a lot of crazy deaths, bro. I mean, still the one that still rings to me is, you know, you know, R.I.P., you know, XXX, you know, Mac Miller, but... John Singleton. I didn't even know he was the fucking producer of Snowfall, which is a mm-hmm. fire ass show on uh, FX. Yeah, I was like, wait, yeah. John Singleton. Wait, we lost him. Yeah, that's just crazy. We lost yo. You right, bro. The deaths. The industry took a major hit this year. Like industry takes takes a hit every year. I mean, every industry takes because you know there's always somebody dying that's very pivotal that helped push the culture. But this year in particular, I just feel like things have just gotten way more heightened. I mean. I think we're taking death more seriously. Yeah, and I I see more and more people finally taking global warming way more seriously. Oh, we, we are we going into a whole nother place. We cooked with that shit. Shit is I, not looking good, son. I, oh I have no faith in us right oh now. Oh my god! Especially son. with this administration, uh, if we don't get him out of office, 
next year's election, I promise you we will be having a global warming crisis in 20, by 2024. Like a major crisis. Yeah. Either a, a huge drought. Earthquake. I'm talking about shit that we... We we not thinking about. We're either, not prepared for it. Yeah, yeah there might prepared. be even more migration because it's going to be a fucking drought in Mexico or a drought somewhere else where right. people have to leave their sea levels. I mean, the shit I saw the other day on the I forgot where I was looking. At. I was just like, yo, the whole town is covered. I thought I was watching New Orleans again because right. that shit that happened in, in fucking Katrina let me know how real Mother Nature is. And I is. promise New York is going to have another, oh, another no, no, no. situation. We're going to have another, and I, you know, God forbid. God forbid, don't I don't want worse, that, bro. But I don't want it neither. I mean, this area, we, nobody was even in this area. Yeah, this, this area was fucked. This area is going to be cooked. Oh, yeah, this area is going to be finished. Yeah, we got to get ready. Yeah, this we shit. Gonna have right, to let the, me know when you ready. Yeah, we're going to have to go to another spot. Yeah, to, all this shit. Because I see it, man. If we don't, we don't really start trying to get our act together and, and people moving... People move way too slow when there's a crisis on the brink. Like, I don't I understand never heard it. the word urgency. Like we have to move, bro. Yeah, like this shit is real. That means planning, nigga, every day, nigga. Bro, like, let's we go. we <laughs> have spring weather in the middle of June. Yeah, nobody is this taking this raining every day. Shit was supposed to happen in April. Yeah, it was supposed to happen already, right? March and April was supposed to be the rain but every March day. March April was cold as fuck. <laughs> and then it's gonna we're gonna I promise you summer's gonna be wild. It's man. gonna be hot until November again. It's gonna be a hot fucking sign. I don't know if we want that. Summer. There was a year where it was eighty five fucking degrees in December, bro. December, like we're getting we're people are not the the seasons have literally moved months behind. Really got to pay attention. So. They have moved. The the seasons have moved maybe two months behind. So I don't know. We got to really get on that shit. But um, the one thing from the MTV Awards that everybody's talking about is Jersey Shore cast. I think one of the cast members was upset because Hip Hop Atlanta won best uh, reality TV show. How you show. upset when uh, what's-his-name is in jail? Well, one of them is definitely in jail. He's serving time, too. How you upset when all y'all shows are scripted? All y'all shows are scripted, <laughs> and bro, nobody's fucking with that no more. Yeah, Jersey Shore, y'all can't... Jersey, y'all can never be... Y'all can never be... What y'all uh, was. And y'all can never be love and hip-hop. Yeah, love and, love and hip-hop. Nigga, that's definitely. a whole nother thing. Love and hip-hop killed y'all <laughs> niggas. Nobody watching Jersey Shore like that. Nobody's I'm sorry. watching that. Love and Hip Hop will always, unfortunately, have a stake in this culture. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's, it's, I feel it's like Love and Hip Hop is just bigger. Nobody, there's no, nobody is taking takes from Jersey Shore and making them into big memes. Y'all Niggas tried to come take, back yeah. this year and that shit ain't work. Nah, it didn't work out. Like, no, y'all was cool 10 years ago. 10 years ago, we was I was watching it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we was watching it. Right. We was watching Snooky, it. Snooky, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know. Trying to figure it out. Right. But right. Now. now <laughs> nigga, we older. Yeah. Cut the shit. I'm good. I don't. Right. I'm, I'm good. Just, I don't want to watch that again. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. Um. So, Bella Thorne. Who the fuck? Yeah, who the fuck is that? So, apparently she's like a Disney star. Okay. Um. But she's 20. That's the name that she goes by? 21. She's 21. Okay. No, I think that's a real name. Oh, Bella Thorne. Okay. Yeah. Um, sounds like a fucking porn name. Like it sounds like something. Bella but, Thorne. <laughs> but she apparently was sending news to her boyfriend while they was in a relationship. Um, okay. Her phone got hacked, or whatever device she was using got hacked. Fucking done with this shit. Bro. And that <laughs> the hacker told her, "Yo, meet my demands. I don't know exactly what the demands are. Meet my demands, or I'm gonna release these photos." She didn't meet the demands. And no, what she decided to do was she released the photos ahead of him. 
and she basically said, yo, I'm going to release these photos because I'm getting threatened by a hacker and I feel like this is the best way to get ahead of the bullet. Where are those text messages from the hacker? I don't know. I ain't see all that. Nigga, but we need proof now because this could be a ploy because she's getting out of this Disney shit. Now, she's 21 now. There's not much. You, you're not, you can't pull a Dessel Raven. You can't pull a Eddie, even though Eddie trying to get his life back together. I don't know if you saw. Nah, I see. Yeah, it. Eddie trying to get his life back together, finally. <laughs> oh, after all the crack. <laughs> Yo, that shit too. Yo. <laughs> niggas. <laughs> that was wild, boy. Like, yeah, nigga, nigga, what dick did you suck? <laughs> you, you sucked a dick. A yeah. transgender dick. Happy done. pride. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. But... <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know. I don't even know. I can't with you, son. Um, but yeah, so she released the nudes, and then Whoopi, Whoopi stated like she should have known better because she's a celebrity. I don't agree with none of that. Whoopi, we love you, Whoopi. Sit your Whoopi Goldberg ass down. Fuck are you talking about? Yeah, Whoopi you sound so- crazy, Whoopi. <laughs> That's celebrities do this shit every fucking day. But this this is my thing. You talking about nobody nobody sits around and lives their life as Mm -hmm. if they're gonna get hacked. Because if that's how you live in your life, you wouldn't have no money in the bank. You wouldn't have a cell phone. You wouldn't have a cell phone. You wouldn't be on social media. You wouldn't be able to do nothing. You wouldn't have email. You wouldn't have nothing. That's first. Second of all, we all, every single person living on this planet that has access to a smartphone or any type of device that you could type and send a message to has something out there that if it was dug up and found niggas could kill you for it clear you got twitter you got facebook you got text messages you might be talking to your mans about something on tv look at this chick what the hell is she doing and that's a private conversation because you know your mans understands what you mean but the world is not supposed to see that because the world does not understand what you mean right so you might be at listen you might be like, yo, this bitch, right? Because that's your vernacular when you're talking to your homeboy. Mm-hmm. Not saying that's right, not saying it's wrong. All I'm saying is that's how you talk when you're talking to your homeboy. Now, sometimes you're a bitch, bro. <laughs> you stand on that island. But, like, you, that might be your vernacular, right? That might be what you're saying. And if someone take that text, that private text message, right. and be like, yo, this is what Distinguished said. Let's kill him for it. That's I don't think that's right. Like they're her, gonna try to Levar Ball me. It's all good. The nudes were for her boyfriend. It wasn't like she was. was and now, t- now it's for the world, right? They for her boyfriend, and you telling you trying to tell her that she should feel like she should be smarter. How the fuck, yo, Whoopi? If someone hacked your <laughs> accounts today, I'm gonna tell you you should be smarter. Someone took your money, yo, you should be smarter, Whoopi. I'm gonna tell you, yo, that girl was looking good, my. <laughs> Yeah, Whoopi can't tell me there ain't no shit out there about her. You've been in the business way too long. There's some shit out there, but we don't know yet. There's plenty of shit on God Whoopi. God forbid, for all we know, there is a Me Too case pending. The way Whoopi be talking? Oh, she be talking Whoop- flip, flipping. Flipping is the word. Flipping. <laughs> she be talking flipping on the fucking beat. Yo, Whoopi be acting like she a nigga. Whoopi be acting like she owned that shit when she talking on the But view, she be bro. acting like a nigga that, that don't. That don't know anything about like gender gender inequality, nope. son. That's how she be talking. Like she's never experienced gender inequality herself. She nope. be like, well, they she should have known. <laughs> she should have known, you know. <laughs> Happy Pride. Wait, wait. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> That's nothing to do with pride, bro. <laughs> this but gender equality, yes. <laughs> she I guess. <laughs> 
I, I guess you could slide it on them. <laughs> they um, sliding everything else in there. <laughs> anyway, DR. Um, so they found it's out. It's a conspiracy, bro. I, I, I'm trying to tell y'all niggas. It's too many niggas coming up offshore dead now. Well, they found out what the issue is. What What is the issue? They're selling fake liquor in DR. At all of the... Bro, it's at <laughs> different... Bro, it's different resorts, different parts of the Dominican Republic that niggas is dying. So you mean I'm, to tell me the distributor got all these niggas hooked? I, I think the distributor might have spread it out to That's all them shit. That's wild, bro. But why... What the fuck is in this fake liquor? What bro, are they putting in this I shit? Never, I'll, bro, I will never... I will never drink liquor again behind this shit. My question is, how the do... I've ended. What the fuck? Okay. That shit might have died. All right. Mm. Okay. Well, well my thing is, how do you stay safe when you are traveling? I don't know, because personally, uh, I'm going to just put it out there again. Like I told y'all, uh, one of these podcasts a long, long time ago. Niggas just started traveling like that. So what I've learned, though... For me, tips that I've learned, and I actually wanted to put this like in a in a in, in some one of them YouTube videos one day, but I guess we could put it here now. Um, one thing that I've learned, a tip for me, always. I mean, I feel like everybody has this in their videos, but now nah, like re- like realistically, like legit, always have cash on you. Mm-hmm. Electronic cards will will defect. Or they just won't fucking work. You could have the bread on it. May not work, son. Cash is king. Legit. I mean, definitely. You don't have cash on you, bro. You might be in a situation. You definitely should have a little bit of cash on you wherever you go. Um, Some niggas think plastic is king, bro. Well, I'm not there yet. Sometimes, like, sometimes your card may shut off. Because you, you're out of state or you're out of country. And you didn't notify your fucking bank you was leaving the country. And their yeah. bank think it's fraud. And because they think it's fraud, now- They shut fraud, your shit off. They sh- that's it. And you might be in a situation where you may not be able to call them. And you need the bread right then and there. And you fucked. Yeah. You might you might have a rental and it breaks down. Right. Oh. And you can't call nobody because oh. your phone died. Oh, 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 oh. That's another thing. If you going out, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. You always have your cell phone with you. Come on, son. Yeah, when you definitely when you're away, on, bro. Yeah, you don't, when, know, you don't know where you going. When you go away, you definitely <laughs> gotta have some type of device that you could contact Something. people. Please. Mm. Yeah. Um, another tip I would probably have is have an emergency contact, like legit, like have somebody that's not with you that you can actually depend on. Don't trust anybody. So I'm glad I have my mother. Boy. Don't, that's my, don't trust anybody. <laughs> don't, do not trust the nigga that. Don't t- go in groups. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you now, the situation, my homeboy is telling me a situation where he was with his wife. They were, they went somewhere mm-hmm. um, out of the country. Right. And the low, he felt like the locals were scheming on him. Mm-hmm. And, they went on like one of them fucking zip line and shits. Oh. And he said at the bottom of the zip line, there was like six niggas waiting for them. So the six niggas saw him because he had he had pulled out a wad of cash before he got on the zip line thing. And he saw one of the dudes that I guess was with the company, the zip line and joint. He called some niggas and then like two of the niggas that was up top with him, he saw them at the bottom when he got to the bottom. So he was sitting there and he was like, all right, I know what this is. Right. So he started moving different um, and he realized he got past this one point and the two niggas then turned into six niggas and they were right behind them 
And luckily his cab driver pulled up And the cab driver hit him And was like yeah I know what was about to go down So But you can't Yo, yo You I'm can't trust nobody son And what, what country was this? I can't remember what country he was in Cause it feels a DR nigga <laughs> It might have been This son. about to be a hot take <laughs> So all my Dominicans, <laughs> yo, I, I'm going there with you, bro. So all my Haitians, we about to cancel the D off. We about to cancel this shit forever, bro. We not ended up on shore, bro. Because if me and my nigga go to the DR and we trying to do a live show, we end up dead, nigga. Best believe y'all not going to hear the end of it. Better believe that. Embrace it all hell. All hell, nigga. Facts. We going to make sure the Haitians take that bitch back over. Facts. <laughs> So Drake said he's in album mode. Okay. Album. I mean, you did you listen to the two joints he dropped after yes, the I rappers? Didn't. Now, a lot of niggas ain't. I'm just it's not hitting for a lot of niggas. Bro. Barely. I like the shit with Ross on it. The shit with Ross is yeah. flame. The shit with Ross. What is, is it called? Rich Forever? Is, um, is that what it called? No. No, I forgot what the fuck it's called. I love so. that shit with Ross. The other shit, it, I, I gotta it's listen to it. Yeah, more. it's it's one of them. I'm it's like Drake, the the pro, the beat. I like the beat of Sinister. The beat of Sinister. I'm like Drake, what you do with the flow? I don't, I don't know. Maybe he playing with he it. Playing with it. I'm like, he but playing. it reminds me of Scary Hours. It does remind me of Scary Hours. He dropped them two I, joints. Yeah, because on Scary Hours it was God's, God's plan, plan, and, and it was, was another chick. It was another, another joint, joint, but God's plan is the shit that took off. Right, and then he just took it and threw it on the album. And the other joint was like, oh, it's all right. Yeah, I don't remember it that much. I remember it. Nobody does. But the joint with Ross, I the feel joint like with Ross. I'm like, it could go. We got it. Yeah, it could go. We got it right. <laughs> it could go. But what fucked me up? I was like, wait a minute, time out. This is Drake's first record with Ross in years. Yeah. I fuck with Drake and Ross. It makes me, it lets me know that I always fuck with Drake. We always love Drake and Ross together. I like Drake and Ross. niggas make magic. I like Drake and Ross. And Drake and Meek, niggas make magic. I'm glad they back. But Drake and Ross always had great, it it reminds me of Lil Wayne and Drake. So this is, this is what this brings me to. What needs that, if Drake is an album mode. Right. What needs to happen on this next I mean, album? Scorpion to me was was the that was the album that lets me know Drake is here to stay forever. He's not going nowhere. I don't know what he needs to do on this record because uh, Scorpion was had two sides. We didn't know that until the day before, and yeah. then when he dropped it, we was like, okay. Um, I think Drake needs to put less records on this one because I feel like for sure we. We don't need a two. It's so much Drake, bro. It's, we don't it's, need a two piece no more. Right. It's like Drake. you did the two piece. Yeah. We got it right. You gave us you gave you gave us your Tupac Shakur. We good. We we got the singing. We got the singing and, and rap. the rap together. We're great. I want to see a project with less features too. Drake's whole career has been based on features. By the well, way, the majority I, of his career. Which I think think so, me later didn't have that many features on it. Think me later was the first project. No, nah, Think Me Later had... Bro, not Think Me Later. Um, think Me Later had marriage. If you're lies, reading bro. it, it's oh, too late. Oh, reading this is too late did not have a lot of features. Correct. Um, but he wouldn't even consider that an album. Yeah, it was. he said it was, it was a mixtape, but tape, still... But it's still like a, I think it's it an held, album, I held nigga. that nigga for that period. For me, I kind of feel like the opposite. I kind of feel like he needs to return back to Take Care Drake. Really? On this next project, it needs to be similar to Take Care in terms of like... He's really rapping on it. Okay. He got a couple of the the R and B slow joints on it. Maybe like two or three, three or four. Okay. Um, and the rest of it, out of a fourteen track album, four of those 
And the rest of them are like, he's rapping. He got like a Ross feature. Okay. I wouldn't be mad if this song ended up on the album. No, this me, Ross me joint. Yeah, me um, I would like to hear another him and me. That'd be fire. Another him and me is great. I think that's good for the culture. Good for yeah, the culture. Yeah. But rapping. Yeah, no more not, not the Not the... Still the, going bad. Oh, nah, I'm good. Nah, I'm good not, the, not the clubby shit. I okay. want them talking about real shit. Okay. The two of them talking about something real. Like, do we want to see, even though I just found out, I didn't know. I just found out No Guidance is not Drake's song. That's Chris's record. Yeah, that's Chris's record. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. But would I would want to see Chris. Would, would, would we like to see Chris? I would like to see a retake of that. Okay, so probably a, a, a different record. But I don't know if they're going to, I don't know if they could tackle a song without sounding just like that song. They may, it may have to be singing shit. Yeah, it'll yeah. sound just like that song. Right. So even I don't though know. No Guidance got 15 million views right now on YouTube. So No Guidance is popping. That yeah. shit took off. We knew that because it's Drake and Breezy. And Breezy never disappoints. Maybe a Drake and, and Wheezy. We haven't heard them two together. I want to see Drake and Nicki again. We haven't seen that again. I would want to see that too. Even though I don't think their situation is fully patched up. And Drake looks like he's a mixy nigga because Drake made a whole record dissing me. Niggas is best friends now. Drake has yeah, I don't know not how Nikki, reconciled with Nikki, and Nikki does not fuck with Meek on no level. So yeah, I don't know how that's going to work out. Um, yeah. And maybe even um, like Drake and some of the new singers, like, like her. Okay. I want to see Drake and Cole again. Drake and Cole. Another Drake, Drake, and, Drake and Kendrick. I mean, we haven't had that since Poetic Justice, yeah, and we don't know if they patched, know if they patched up. up. Right. Yeah. But that's what I would want to see, right. that the heavy hitting niggas that he came up with. Right. Now it's been a decade later. Right. Since y'all really take care was like right. the Kendrick. He had Kendrick. Yeah. He had a whole bunch. Like he was doing singles with Cole around that yeah. time. I want to see y'all that whole class now on your new project. Yeah. Because you guys are older now. You, you guys, guys learn. You guys grew up in the industry together, basically. All of y'all. And I think that that would, that to me would staple him as, okay. Like he's already Drake. Right. Yeah. But now <laughs> right. it's like, no, you are the next Jay-Z. Right. Like 100%. Yeah. You're going down the Jay-Z path because this is a real That's album. That's where he wants to go to, which is crazy because Jay, I think, spoke to him and told him because Drake spoke about it. He was like, yo, to do what I did, nigga, you, re- like, you got way more. But I feel like Jay-Z doesn't realize, but you're Hove. You can help Drake get there faster. But I don't think Hove want to do that. Nah, I think yeah, I, he I think Hove is looking at Drake in terms of let me see what you do. Right. Do it on your own. Like I did it on my own. Jay definitely did it on his own. I think he looks at Meek like, you're my son. Let me. me yeah, let and me. I feel like Jay, because and you know what it is? Jay is an ex-street nigga. Meek is a street nigga that's not trying to be a street nigga no more. And I also feel like Drake and Jay and Jay fucks with Meek more from I feel I like at. there was a little competition between him and Drake at one point too. Like like when Jay was still active, active. Jay felt it. Like this yeah. nigga trying to take my first. He thought it was Cole, right? And then Cole lets you know he nah, not really. Drake wants everything. Yeah, and he looked at him like and he looks at you like meat, nigga. Like he was like, all right. So I think he looks at Drake like, nah, you good. I want to see you do it on your own. I'm not trying to co-sign nothing. Yeah, like I'm cool with you, right? And I'll jump on a track with you, whatever. But I'm not mentoring you. I'm not doing. I got Meek. You you got Wheezy. Wheezy your mentor. Wheezy I supposed so to be doing do what that you, shit. Facts. He looking at Meek though like, I'll mentor you. I'm going to tell you what moves to make. And it's so weird that Jay got to do that when Rick Ross is right fucking there. I think, <laughs> I think Ross had some health issues mm. that we kind of glossed over as a culture. 
Rick Ross did have a few episodes on Didn't he have a seizure at one yeah, point or something yeah. like that? I was about to say, he definitely had like an epilepsy attack on stage. So, I feel like Ross had to take a step back from music and take a step back from how involved he was in Meek and Wale's career. That's that's my... And Wale trying to make a comeback as well. Yeah, and it's working a little bit. I fuck, I, I never canceled Wale. I nah. just felt like Wale was not for everybody. I just feel like Wale... Wale be he has spurts. He has like one really strong single that oh, holds on oh, for like two yeah, years. Yeah. I think his projects are dope, but I I think his projects are for real nigga seasons. Like mm-hmm. what we're in right now. Right, Wale's we'll be, gonna do well. Right. But when that mumble rap shit was happening, you nobody was nah, trying to hear from Wale. Hear from nobody that. wanted a feature from Wale. Wale. He wasn't hot. He wasn't. That wasn't his his moment. It's like Wale, a jungle nigga, like that nigga he, from Nigeria. Yeah, he needs to be when bars are in season. When is when is bars and niggas want to hear rap? Right. That's when Wale is popping. He can't do the when is party scene. Mm, so, um, you're right. Yeah. So, all right, cool. Let's uh, talk about this Joe Biden situation real quick. Um, so they he, taking it all out of proportion. They me. just the whole. Even people that fuck with him, I'm like, what are y'all doing? All right, so for those who don't know, he was he was talking after some type of campaign rally or whatever, and he was right. speaking about his point was basically, I I don't think that you don't work with the other side because a big thing that's been happening is people saying like the the where the Republican Party is right now, you can't even work with them, so you're just gonna have to just vote them all the way out of the office. Right. And Joe Biden was basically saying that is that's not how America works. That's not right. how this is going to work. He and he used a, an example of how he used to work with segregationists, like a, a real, um, I guess, infamous segregationist. I don't remember the nigga name. Don't want to remember the nigga name. Right. Um, and he had to like reach across the aisle, and he's like, even if you don't like the person or you don't like the viewpoints that they stand behind, right. if you don't like that shit, like you still got to work with them at times right. and you still got to make things happen. And he was like, and by working with them, we were able to get the civil rights bill written. Facts. That was his point. But the one part about it where he could have did better was, oh, you know, they didn't call me boy. They called me son. So I don't really know what he meant by that. But regardless, we all know about the the nasty history. Yeah, we know between, how the connotation with that word and yeah. how it's placed on a black man has right. been. But what I don't fuck with is like how all the Democratic candidates for president all tried to jump on this nigga, but half of them don't even know what the fuck they talking about. If you want to kill a nigga, then know what y'all talking about. They here's talking about oh he nostalgically romanticized. Uh, uh, ex-segregationist That nigga did not say nothing That made that man sound good Did not say nothing positive about that man Joe so, Biden man So y'all telling me Y'all didn't even listen To what he had to say Y'all just trying to use this as an opportunity To chip away Because he's in the lead right now And Cory Booker is the one who who's leading this shit But Cory was the one who was trying to stay on task In terms of Yo he said boy I don't really fuck with the word boy I don't know why he would bring that up. Like, you know what boy means to a black man. So why would you even joke about that? So I guess in the context of what he was saying, it kind of came off like, well, he didn't call me a boy. He called me son, which I agree with Corey in that aspect of it. But all the other shit, I just feel like it's contrived. Right. And they're trying to just 
come at him because he got the lead. At the end of the day, bro, let, let's face it, bro. Joe Biden, once Joe Biden said that he was running for president, the first thing that happened was the Me Too shit. Yeah, they tried to. That was the first. They take was like, him right. down. They was like, all right, that didn't work. But that was. I'm on. I'm on. Even call it Me Too because Me Too didn't come behind them. I mean, Me Too wasn't behind that movement. That was again Democrats trying to take him right. down. The ones that don't want him in the league. Right. And and Sean King, I fuck with you, but I ain't fuck with that shit that you did. Um, where Joe Biden was talking to a young girl, and he tried yeah. to kill him. Cause he wants Bernie to win. It's like, right. yo, Bernie's not winning this year. Nah. I'm letting y'all know that from now. Bernie, God bless his soul when God is ready to take him. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen with Bernie, bro. And y'all gonna feel the burn when he die. But but I'm not. <laughs> I don't know what you told about. But bro, Bernie not Bernie's not taking it this year. Uh, Bernie had a great opportunity last year because it was only two people, Bernie and Hillary. Like that was it. I'm not trying to feel the burn, y'all. I'm good. And I, I think Bernie's cool. I don't, I don't like. I haven't made my mind about nobody yet. Hillary, but. I still don't. Now, it, I know for a fact. Now, if we really want a female president, she can't be white. Sorry. Oh, Hillary ain't gonna do it. She can't be white. Elizabeth Warren has a good chance. She has a great chance. She has a good chance. I also don't think she's gonna win either. Nah, she's kind of mayonnaise to me. Kind of bland. She's kind of bland. Yeah. Kamala is too strong. Yeah. Man, people might try to kill me for that. What I mean by that is like Kamala for woman. Not even that. I, I don't re- I respect that. But I just think that Kamala tries to just hammer down every opinion that she has. Mm. And I don't I don't feel like she's been natural yet. Like I really? feel like it's just talking points. That's mm. what I mean by too strong. Like she's too stuck on Pushing whatever agenda to look presidential, and mm. she doesn't seem relatable yet. Wow. So I think that that's what Kamala's issue is, is going to inevitably be okay. if she doesn't start to kind of loosen up a little bit. That's what I mean. Like she's kind of, she seems kind of stiff. Cory Booker don't have no fucking backbone. I don't damn. give a damn with nobody. He he's him and and Beto O'Rourke, yes men. Wow. So I don't feel like they have a chance, and I don't think that. Cause they're trying to be the the bright lights, you know what right, I'm saying. Right, right. I respect that, but in this particular climate, y'all niggas gonna get eaten alive by Trump. Like right. Trump is gonna just eat y'all and spit y'all out. So Corey, I feel like he's trying to show his backbone now, but you don't do it against Biden. I think it's a better opportunity for you to show that you got teeth in the game. Like like you could be tough. And I really feel like that's what his camp told him. Like, yo, you don't you don't seem like you're tough enough. So you got to start making moves right. to really seem like you could hold a position. Beto O'Rourke, he had that whole situation where he said one thing, niggas tried to kill him. So then he took like a month off, then came back and right. retooled. And now all of a sudden he's, you know, been trying to take stronger stances on certain things, but not talking about his personal life as much. I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. It seems like a mess right now. I'm not saying Biden is the one that I would go for, but I don't think that this is the right way to go for the front row because then it's going to start getting nasty. Like it's, it's going to start getting nasty and all y'all going to be fucked. Right. By the time y'all get to Trump. So right. that's my shit. Um, reparations? We, we ain't getting it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to speak about it because th- this is not the place for it. But like I told y'all last week or the week before, I am a part of another organization called the World uh, World Africa Diaspora Reunion, WADU, New York chapter. We have deep conversations about this situation. And I mean, the elders, that's a part of it on the committee board. Like, 
they, they, they're looking at it from a historical point of view. Also saw one of my mentors put something on his page. Shout out to Jason Williams. He basically put up all of us that came here didn't even come here. Some of us was already here. That's number one. He was like, number two, everybody's not descendants of slaves. Right. He was like, number three, everybody's not entitled to none of this shit. Number four, he was like, if you think that we're going to get reparations out of some situation that they're going to create out of taxpayers' dollars, think about all the other shit that they promised that we was going to get and we didn't get it. My thing is... I don't know if we're getting it, bro. Well... If we do get it, it's not going to be in the form of a check. Definitely it's not, not going to be in the form of... I don't. I personally no don't believe... And it shouldn't be that. Actually. That is, is going to be in the form of... My, I mean, listen. They already are talking about a universal basic income. So it's not, mm. it's not out of the realm. Like, if they start doing that, I could kind of see it where... This is what I could see them trying to do if they, if they do elect somebody who is able to do this universal basic income, which will have to happen at some point in time until the economy flips completely, until we catch up with the technology age. I think this is going to have to happen because soon everybody's job is going to be done by some type of machinery. But before we get to that, I could see them giving people who they have deemed somehow as um, being worthy of reparations maybe more of a basic income than someone else. But I just don't feel like... I mean, we saw the backlash from poor white people when Obama was in office, just from him being in office. I don't know what type of backlash we will see from poor white people if they're sitting there feeling poor and yet their black counterpart is getting more money from for for from the government than they are. Right. That backlash is going to be stupid. Yeah, that so, backlash is going to be crazy. I don't know if that I could really see that turning into civil unrest, like people wanting to fight people over that civil war. Yeah, I could see I I, I could see it getting kind of crazy. But where I do see reparations potentially as a plot point is putting more money into those lower income areas where they consider um, mostly black and brown people to live in. So more taxpayer dollars going into those areas to rebuild them, to make them, you know, different, offer more jobs. Mm. I could see them trying to do reparations in that particular way where less people would be upset about it. Right. And it would seem, quote unquote, more fair. Because what really is fair is for niggas to get checks. Honestly, that's really what is fair. But- in terms of that, like what society would deem fair, I think people would be more okay with, right. all right, well, we're going to read the projects. We're going to develop all that shit. Mm. All y'all could still live here. We just going to make that shit really nice. We're going to make that like a high rise in Manhattan. We're going to give y'all a doorman. Yeah, we're going to give y'all a doorman. <laughs> this, shit gonna, that, nigga. It's over. this shit going to look good. And oh, by the way, uh, we brokered a deal with Amazon where there's going to be mad jobs in this community. Like- Something like that. That's the only way I see it really working. I, I, I agree with the people that feel like we should get it, but I honestly don't feel like every black person should get it because I don't think every black person's family or where, where you, you know, how, how your family got here um, should get it because there's a lot of... I mean, watching watching the Revenant, which is far left, but I'm going to tie it in. Watching the Revenant, Revenant with, um, with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and hearing his story on those people that 
live in that community that come from that culture that did not and never got shit that they actually helped America get breaks my heart to know that we about to get some reparations, black people, you know, for, for slavery and shit like that. But these people that got their land stolen from them by people that they thought was just settling and just trying to help them out, kill them over some fucking food, they ain't get shit. I mean, I think they deserve reparations too. Everybody, everybody would have to get some type of shit. Honestly, I don't. I just, I just don't know how the breakdown gonna go. Cause me personally, I feel like the 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 way that the way that the um well one one thing I don't think it should be tied to slavery. Cause if no. you're black in America, right. you've dealt with some form of oppression. So Facts. I don't but really. That's give a, what they're trying to tie it to, though. I hear that, yeah. but I think that that's what people want to tie it to. I don't think it that has that doesn't have to be the base. If you're black in America, you have faced some form of oppression. Right. You could be African. Like legit, still from right. Africa, you could be you could be a, a Dominican, honestly, like dark dark yeah. skin. You fall under that category, right? And you you'll be treated a certain type of way, and or denied certain access or denied certain opportunities. So I really don't think that whether you were a, a slave or whether your family was a slave or not really means shit. Is what have you been oppressed in this country? Right, and. I mean, the only problem with that is you you can't tie it to color because not every black person is black is dark skin. You, you got you got some black people that are, are very you got, you got albinos. Yeah, yeah, you got you got a lot of you got a lot of differentiation within the culture. So it's that's where I find it to be a, a problem. Like, how do you differentiate who's black and who's not? That that's where it's really an issue. You, it's going to be very hard to start start doing some real blood work. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, everybody came from Africa, right? At the end of the day, everybody came from Africa. And so I'm, it's hard, but yeah. I mean, maybe somebody, um, somebody will will be able to to help us out with that. Yeah, somebody who's like a real economist type uh, shit, who like studies anthropologist or some shit. Yeah, some shit. Some shit yeah. uh, we should have Erin come on. She could probably help us. Oh, yeah? figure out a way. Um, Nicki Minaj is she got a song with Trina? Trina is Trina's song, I but she's on it. How was the? Record? I haven't heard it. It's called Baps, though. Baps used to be a TV show. I yeah, think. Baps used to be something yeah. from back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, um, okay. I hope it's good. I so, think so, Trina. So, so, sound like it's fire from yeah, the title. Trina, 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 Trina. Trina don't is, got a whack record. So. Trina is fucking out here fucking working, son. Yeah, and Trina don't got a whack record. She whack record. runs Atlanta, my nigga. What and then Nikki got some shit dropping <clears throat> tomorrow. Um, For what? Y'all would have heard it by now, by the time y'all hear this episode called Megatron. And who's that featuring? Nobody's just her, so she got a video man, with man. it. Oh, really? So the video dropping? Yeah. So nigga, it sound like fire, bro. It's all... Both titles right now got me like, are we getting it... super bass Nikki? Because that's a Nikki that blew the fuck up. That's Nikki that went pop. I saw a snippet of Megatron. It looked like it's 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 old Nikki. I'm I'm excited okay. again. Uh, well, we're getting somewhere. I'm excited again. We gotta to hear leave from... the the beef shit alone. She lost that. It's over. She did a smart move. She she got quiet. Very dead. She did. for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Someone told us, "Lay low, don't do Queen Radio." What, what's going She's on? bringing that shit back tomorrow. Oh. I don't think she should do Queen Radio. <laughs> I don't think that should be part of her brand. You know what's crazy? Queen Radio. I feel like gave another side of Nikki that we always knew was there, but the bitch really let her talk shit. My problem with it is, and I don't mean bitch like that, y'all. My problem with it is, she loves to talk shit. She loves too much shit, and her talking shit is going to it's gonna hurt overshadow the music 
Let them you you was quiet. Right. You stayed away. You stayed out of the beast. Right. You stayed out of the stupid shit. Cause I like Queen. I like the album. Yeah, Good Form is my favorite record on that project. Yeah, Good Form is fire. I'll blast that shit. Kelly be like, "You such a bird. Yeah, I'm a bird." <laughs> good Form is fire. Right. Good Form. Is but track. I don't want you to come back talking shit because you're gonna have a hot take, and then the hot take is gonna overshadow the whole music. And that's what happened to the last project. You had this song that was talking about having sex with everybody, and it overshadowed the whole project. I don't want that to happen because you're on Queen Radio and you say some dumb shit and now everybody's focused on the dumb shit instead of the record that's probably fire because it sounds like it could be fire. I pray to God both of these records hit. I pray to God we're talking about Nikki moving you know, into the summer. I hope Nikki drop a surprise album. I hope she got something in the works with Drake. I hope Nikki do another record with Rihanna because when Nikki first came out, bro, I was like, oh yeah, this bitch is going to blow. I want... Listen, Nikki needs to do a song with Meg Thee Stallion. Oh, nigga, we see that coming a, a thousand because yeah. Meg Thee Stallion is on one right now. Nikki needs to she's n- on one. Nikki needs to make smart moves right now. If she does drop something out of nowhere, it needs to be her and Cardi. That's what I. That's what. That's what would change her whole name. Doom. Hey, drummers. <laughs> and hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. And you see, you see Nikki and Cardi. If she drops a surprise record and it's Nikki and Cardi. She is now back in the number one female spot. Because it's not about if you can't beat them, join them. It's about being the being the adult um, in the situation. At the same time, Nikki, you're still Nikki, but you're not acting like you're still Nikki. Nah, you acting like you. You acting like a brand new artist. A brand new artist, and you gotta let the brand new artist act like the, you. Yeah, and you because it works for them, right? It don't but work it, for it, you. It don't work for you, and Nikki. Remember, people had it was her, Beyonce, right. Rihanna. That's it. That was only three, and only it was three. like the three of them have the throne. And now the the threat the, the 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 floodgates have opened. Bitch, share. Yeah, share. And, and you gotta figure way figure out a way to weather the storm. I mean, Rihanna yeah. did it, and Beyonce did it, and I feel like their industry and they did it with grace. And their industry was tougher because their industry of R and B singers and more females. More are in females it. is in the singing realm than the rap realm, and, and these bitches is light skinned. And it almost <laughs> it almost felt like as soon as the floodgates opened, Nicki ain't know what to do. As soon as it wasn't just Nicki, you could go to bro. It goes back to what you said early in the podcast. The older heads have a hard time figuring out what the because Nikki and Drake was on the cusp of the shit ending right. for the we going down down all of that shit nigga that was two thousand nine back right two thousand nine forward nigga we in a you better get with this or get lost yeah you need to see what this digital nigga, shit looking like nigga the industry now is what happened with Mufasa. Before Mufasa got fucking thrown off the cliff by Scar, nigga, that was two thousand nine. Before when he got thrown off, nigga, that was two thousand nine forward. Right. Nigga, figure out Simba. You gotta figure this shit out, nigga. Yeah. You got. You still gotta be king. You you still are the one true king, right? Nigga. But you gotta figure out what you gotta do. So you right, bro. So all right, let's finish it up with this fucking freshman class cover that came out. Okay. So Meg the Stallion's on it. Blueface. Okay. The okay. baby. Okay. Gunna. Okay. Tiara Whack. I don't know. Oh, I actually I actually do know her. Okay. Um, Little Mosey. I don't know who I that don't know is. Who Little Mosey is. Um, Rico Nasty. Okay. YBN Cartier. Don't know who that nah, is. I don't know who that is. No. YK Osiris. Mm. Roddy Rich. I know his song. I just okay. heard it the other day. Kind of, it's fire. Is, and, is, is Lou got cash on it? Nah, he's not on it. I think. Okay. Nah, he's not on that it. That record. That um, record is fire. And then Comethazine. 
Comethazine. What nigga? What? Yeah, that's you name yourself Comethazine. Yeah, I was like, um, and, and, bro, ain't that a prescription? It is. Um, oh, y'all rappers kill me, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I fuck with the list. I don't. I, I kind of fuck with the list too. I I still feel like the XXL is irrelevant now because it's only two women on there, though, right? If I'm not it's three only, or four, I think it's three. We, yeah, Tiara, we, Meg, and. One of these other motherfuckers. Yeah, we, we need more women on there, bro. It's, yeah. That is... Yeah, because this is definitely the year of the, the female rapper. Yeah, it's City Girls should be on here. Yeah, it's too much niggas on there, bro. I'm um, sorry. I'm No disrespect to the rappers. Well, Blueface is trash, so I don't... The baby is fire right now. The... Yo. That nigga come up, yo. Nigga, keep going, bro. Hey, nigga, keep the baby. Keep going, bro. Yo, Fuck. when that nigga be rapping, son, You be rapping, son, You gonna... Y'all niggas got one. Gonna another one. The baby, y'all niggas is on it. What's his name? Uh, JT Blockboy. He got they got oh. records with, with Drizzy. What? The hits. I don't know. If, I don't know if he was on that shit last year. Oh, probably, probably because that record did come out last year. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so okay. I fuck with but it. But them niggas is rocking right now. Yeah, they but are. Blueface don't need to be on this shit. Nah, Blueface only got that one. Record. Blue Blueface got that one record. And he's not. He can't rap. Yeah. Like, uh, whatever. All right. Um, surprise, little Nas ain't make it. Cause what could be, could, you know what it is, bro. He's a rapper, but he makes country but he's pushing music. that country. Right, he's been pushing the right country now. culture, which is fine. Because if he come out with another country record, it's gonna go again. Because yeah. I feel like he has his niche, and he dresses like how he raps. He dresses like yeah, a country I dude. Mean, I we all know he's an industry plant. I mean, yeah, they, yeah, because that's gonna change over time. Yeah, that's he's gonna evolve. He's an industry plant, but. But yeah, he he's doing what he's supposed to do. So I'm surprised he's not up on here. Yeah, um, it's interesting that he's not. But yeah, I don't know if the XXL is still relevant. I feel like they had the XXL three years. is like the award shows now. Yeah, it's like it's they had three irrelevant. years of trash, uh, just throwing niggas on it that nobody wow. know. And um, I feel like this is probably the first solid list I've seen in a long time where I'm like, okay, I can see why these people are on this list. And yup, I can see them having a career for a while. Meg Thee Stallion is definitely going to be here for at least three years. Right. The baby look like he going to be he here for be, a minute. I feel like he's going to have the most longevity out of all of them. The, I feel like he's going to be He's just getting started. Yeah, he's he just is. getting nah, started. He, and he's very intellectual, very talented. Like he, be, he be saying some shit. And his voice is silk. His voice is silk on them records, man. Mm. Um, Roddy Rich, I like that song. I like yeah. that single he got. Um, so, yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, XL got to do a little bit better, I think, with their consistency and hitting on these new artists because a lot of people that they put up as these new artists don't last. They don't. They don't. They don't stay new artists. But um, yeah, bro, what's the tough knot? The tough knot is uh, we we got a lot of work to do in terms of humanity, and we we have a lot of work to do within ourselves. Uh, mental health, I mean, has always been a a big thing, and we talk about that daily these days, both in culture, in sports, entertainment. Any anything, but the thing that we have to understand is that um, we we can't do this without each other. Mm. Collaborating both on an entertainment level, collaborating on a spiritual level, collaborating on a you know physical level is important for us as a society to move forward. So think about the collaborations that you're that that you're trying to partake in, and also think about the things that have hurt you in the past. We cannot move forward. Without each other. I don't believe that there's a black or a white race. I believe there's only one supreme race, and that is the human race. The human race wins the race. Because right. right now, I feel like we're trying to overlap each other. I mean, the idea of race is nothing but a construct. Right. 
So, Honestly. Yeah. So that is a tough knot. Think about the collaborations that's going to help move the human race forward. Because some, some of the stuff we talked about on here, you know, like global warming, I don't, I, I highly doubt there might be podcasts specifically for it, but I highly doubt the average podcast, like a dad has some bow ties, you're going to hear some shit like this on other podcasts. That's, I like that. Like, Global warming is a very serious thing. Uh, we we got to collaborate more on that. Global warming is the biggest threat to to humankind. You got to really. Get and it together, if you so. if you aren't paying attention, all this stuff about traveling to the moon and making it commercial, all this shit about terraforming Mars, that's not that's not like out of the blue, and that's not just just now fun been, stuff yeah. that they NASA been talking about that. Shit. The reason why those are conversations that are being had is because. They are scientists right now telling someone who has power and wealth, the planet's not going to make it. All the data is suggesting the planet is, the planet is not going to make it. We will not be able to live here. Right. So we need to start seeing if we can live yeah. on other spheres in right. the universe. Uh, economists and people that deal with energy, environmentalists, they all talking to these scientists. And these scientists is reporting back to these government officials and these people that, you know, own these, you know, big power plant companies like, yo, we, we've been, there is no turning back. The only thing we can do is try to slow it down, but it's going to happen. Right. And, and when this shit happens, I don't want to be here when it happens, bro. The only, I swear to and God. the only thing that we can do is go somewhere else and start over. That's what they, I'm telling you, that's what's happening right now. That's start over Pe- shit, bro. People are like, they, there was an article I read the other day about microplastics. That, What's that? Are in the, basically all all this plastic shit that we have here, yeah. it doesn't break down fully, so it turns into micro things that we can't even see, and it's in the air. And I mean, it's in us, right? And Fuck. everything that we eat, fish, or what well, don't matter, the microplastics because fish are eating plastics and it's stuck in their digestive oh, system, shit. and whatever the case is. So we have these microplastics all over the place and they don't know how that's affecting us yet because it's just now something that they're taking a a look at. So it's just a lot of shit that at the end of the day, one, we're moving too nonchalantly about. And if we don't make a a move, it doesn't matter what we do, matter what we do in 2040, it's going to be too late. And it's going to be irreversible. And we, we're literally going to be talking about we have to go somewhere else. Talking about we have to go somewhere else. So, um, yeah. Um, so what would dad say? Dad will say your ego will kill you. Your ego will kill you. You need to put your ego in check. There's one thing about being confident. There's one thing about knowing who you are. There's one thing about not letting people take advantage of you. Those are separate and although your ego plays a part in that, if you let your ego lead those things, you will always be in contentious situations that don't need to be contentious. Right. You will always think that someone is threatening you when they're not threatening you because that's your ego talking. That's your ego telling you you're better than numb. So they shouldn't be able to do, they shouldn't be able to say, they shouldn't be able to anything. And so you have to put your ego in check. When it comes to all things, you want to get, you want to start a podcast and you want to figure out like how to get successful with it. Put your ego aside. You might have to ask somebody. You might have to go to your brothers. You might have to go to someone else who's doing a podcast and you might have to be like, yo, I'm trying to do something. Can you teach me? Can you tell me? When you put your ego aside, you allow for 
conversations to happen where people will believe in you and people will want to help you. Your ego should not drive everything. You can't do everything on your own. Nah. You can't do... Nah. You're not going to be the greatest at wait, everything. Wait, wait, say, say that part again, bro. You can't, you can't do what on your own? You can't do everything on your own. You can't. You know, and if, if you let your ego guide you, you're going to think you can. going to sabotage Yeah. You're going to think you could do everything on your own and you can't. There's just certain things that other people know and can do better than you. And that is okay because there are things that you can do better than them. And, and then like, there's things y'all can do together exactly. that's better, probably more and better than the things y'all do separately. Absolutely. Yeah. And the only way that happens is if you put your ego to the side. Yeah, to the, yeah, you're exactly. also gonna your ego's also gonna kill you when you always think that you're right and you're wrong. Yeah. And if you don't learn to apologize for your wrongdoings because you let your ego and your pride guide you, mm-hmm. you are doing yourself such a disservice. Because when you can apologize for doing... See, what I hate is a lot of people like to just let the moment pass when they end up putting a contention between you and them. So you get into an argument, they want to come back to you and they want to be like, did you eat? They want to come back to you and be like, oh, I bought you this. They want to come back to you and then try and have a conversation like nothing ever happened. No, you need to apologize. And you need, we need to have a conversation about what happened. Mm. Because why, if we don't, guess what's going to happen? That shit going to happen again. It's going to continue to happen. Right. So kill your ego before it kills you. That's what Dad would say. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for tuning in to Dad Has Some Bowties. Again, we are here every Thursday, 8 p.m. These episodes will be up and loaded, said by Tuesday. Tuesdays. All yeah. right. So, yo, tune into everything else we got going on. Uh, again, this is Dad has some bow ties. If you guys want to reach us, hit that uh, hit that uh, subscription on uh, YouTube. Make sure you following us on iTunes. Make sure you following us on Stitcher. Make sure you following the page on Instagram. Dad has some bow ties. Got that SoundCloud for y'all. Make sure you get the SoundCloud and as well as that Gmail. You trying to get on the show? You think you got what it takes to handle our two crazy asses? Dad hats and bow ties at gmail.com. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, and also, listen, we, we don't bite. So reach out to the Gmail. Um, send us stuff. Uh, and if you're looking for sponsorships, we, we do that too. Big facts. And, you know, uh, check out the website, like you said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Reach out to us, man. We, we here. Yeah, we regular. When we blow up, you blow up. Mm. Peace. Later. <laughs>